It's a pandemic. In pajamas. It's a pandemic. In pajamas. Pandemic. All right, guys, we're live. It's a pandemic in pajamas. <laughs> oh, thank you, Tim. Welcome, everyone, Yay. to this very structured, <laughs> with a real, with a real point. This podcast, video cast, has a purpose, and we have come up with the purpose. Before we started doing it, it's not a it's not a porpoise. <laughs> Technically, we did not come up with a structure or a purpose for this podcast, but that's how you like it. That's how you, the audience, likes it. Because guess what? You get to define the topics if you want. This podcast is just as unprepared the as the pandemic that we find ourselves in. That'd be a good comparison. Exactly. See, now, now it's coming together. Fantastic. Yeah, Fantastic. There we go. That was that was a great line. Tim, what's the uh, topic of the day, Tim? Oh, the topic <laughs> of the day. <laughs> the topic of the day is when should we reopen the economy? <laughs> no, okay, yes, let's do it. And that's the. I mean, we're probably the best people to ask about this because yes. we're we're professionals. You know. Yes. <laughs> We have a we have a teacher, a businessman, yeah. and a uh, counselor, and we are the best yes. economics people that you could probably ask. Exactly. Wait, is this is this actually what we're talking about? Is this yes. actually is this what we're talking about? Sam, did you not read sure. your email, sir? I didn't get the message. I really didn't get the message. This is oh, terrible. by the way, we should probably introduce ourselves. Yeah, uh, I'm Tim Brown, and I'm a human being. We've got Sam in a truck stop in where? What state? I believe I'm in somewhere in southern Iowa right now. Nice. Sam, you told us Alabama 30 minutes ago. Are you okay? I, <laughs> I'm on my way to are Alabama. You, are you oh, okay. afraid to say where no. you're at? And Michael, where are you at, dude? You got we got a we got a he's, I am. he's frozen. I'm frozen. Um I am Is in the heartland of America. I don't feel like I'm frozen. I'm in the heartland of America, Indiana. You know, the throbbing heart of our cap our United States. Throbbing. And, I yes, like that. Throbbing. Yes. Hell yeah. The- <laughs> so <laughs> I like the name of the uh the Facebook Live indefinite quarantine, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, because so as of right now we really don't know how long it's gonna yeah. go. And that's yeah. the topic of the day. Yeah, so I liked our kind of like our you know, our identity a little bit la- at the beginning of last time we chatted because we talked about how we basically uh, we liked the idea of like being able to remember what this was like when we're, when we're later in life and uh, we're remembering back, we can come back and listen to these episodes. Yeah, definitely. And um, I think we were also trying to find some positivity and uh, yeah. some personal growth. Um, this week's topic, however, is how would we handle an indefinite <laughs> An indefinite. Ooh, that's that's a good. Ooh, I like that, Mike. Yeah, that's. That, see, that's that's what I thought the topic was. Yeah, I thought I was like, it doesn't have anything to do with with money. I thought, okay, you guys are just messing with me. All right. Well, I Wait, mean, what, with it, money. It does have to do with because the, the economy affects everybody, right? So if we have an indefinite yeah. like quarantine, like small businesses, I mean, we could have a timeline of when small businesses go bankrupt, and then the big corporations are trying to keep us going. But, like, we kind of see this timeline of massive extinction, at least for the economy. And yeah. so what I want to get people involved with, which we have two viewer, viewers right now, but that's all right, um, is I want to <laughs> get people involved with uh, uh, discussing this, this very topic. And, and it would be a good time to bring up the, the protests because I'm sure you guys are aware, just as I am, about the protests going on. I think in yeah. Lansing, Michigan, uh, there's Dallas and Houston. And I think mm-hmm. it, there's also a, a protest on the east side about this quarantine. Like, people want it yeah. shut down. Um, and so I just want to kind of open up a discussion of what everyone thinks of their personal opinions. Because this is, this is just a show about a personal opinion. We are not professionals. Uh, yeah. Just, I want to remind you, Mike, too, that 
even though if any at when any one moment there's like three or five people in the Facebook live, there's always people that listen or watch later. In my experience, like there'll be like three people watching live and then like 150 viewers. Okay. So just don't don't worry about the like live engagement always. I was um, just hoping for some live engagement. I, I mean, I was no, no, hoping people, for people. People, to... people, people. That's that's what we're here for, Michael. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, frankly, Engage we got me. two other humans here too, <laughs> Sam and I, which are we are more than happy to share our. I'm, I'm more than willing to get engaged. No, no right to ever have a strong opinion on, but we will have one probably. Yes, I, I mean, and, I didn't even know that there was uh, that there was uh, protests protests going on. Oh, so yeah, yeah I, I I definitely have a right to an opinion. There's protests about the quarantine right now. So imagine if they want to do it for another, like, to the end of the year. Like, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be yeah. intense. I think that the hard part about that is – here's an opinion coming. <laughs> the hard part about that is that, um, you know, like, if people like us can work remotely – I know Sam's not remote. Like, Michael, you can re work remotely right now, right? Yeah. It's hard to have enough. a real opinion and for to think anyone should care or will care if they cannot work remotely. Right. If they're unable to do that, it's hard for our opinion to be as valid. I think that I'm guessing the people protesting are in positions where they cannot. And it, like you're saying, like small businesses and stuff like that. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I think that that's, that's the thing is like if their business can't go on, remotely i think i can understand absolutely the frustration uh with with not being able to go to work right like and it's hard to have like it's hard to be like high and mighty in a place where we can work remotely and then them be but but you know, but that being said that. the fact that me and you still are we we have a we're, we're very uh, fortunate to still have a job even during this quarantine um the fact that we can empathize with the fact that people that do not have a job and we actually stand on their side and we can understand that they are actually concerned about the government shutting down. Now, I'm not saying yeah. that the government should reopen. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying we can understand the fear of what they're going through, even though that we may be sitting comfortable, that we can we have the uh, the the benefit of working from home. I think that makes our stance even stronger that we say, hey, we understand what you're going through and we want to have a conversation about it. Did you did you watch the um, the the their plan for the stair stepped approach to returning? I did read the the phase. It was a three phases thing from the White House. Yeah, the three phases, and the first phase doesn't start until yeah. There's two weeks of downward trend. Right. In. And and I think people are still frustrated with that. Sure. Because, it two weeks is too long if two you've already away. been done for one month. Yeah, okay. like, because right now we're at the apex. For somebody that doesn't understand what Tim's referring to, right now we're at the apex. We're at the top of the curve. And what Tim was referring to is two weeks once we start on the downslope, then phase one kicks in. Yeah, and, so and it's not like there will be no sporting events. There will be no um, bars and strong congregations of restaurants. There will be a very phased approach. So the first phase is like, people that can go to work and not be around other people can go to work. Which, and that phase one is a more yeah. conservative plan yeah. too. So that's on the conservative side. So imagine mm -hmm. on the opposite side, like phase one might not even happen. That's why we call it indefinitely because it's kind of, we, we're just kind of reading the data as we go and the yeah. government's trying to make their best decision, you know, in the moment. Remember how we yeah, used to, yeah. remember how I used to read the data bef before we even went? We used to, yeah. What's that? <laughs> He's like, we're just we're just reading the data as it comes. Well, yeah, that's yeah. usually how we read it. <laughs> Come yeah. on, Sam. Do you do that? <laughs> I could, I could, I could make a comment there uh, that we did. Go for it. Uh, well, yeah. we did. Hey, we did pr make projections, and the projections were wildly, wildly wrong. And I am not a statistician, but the there's like a tenth of what we thought both sure. on cases and deaths it's like insanely lower than what they predicted which right dude we haven't seen this disease before so yeah. i don't i'm not like uh angry at that but it is 
that is the reading the data before. That's just what I think maybe you were going to talk about. I don't know. So, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, this, this virus is so unpredictable from what I've seen and heard from the professionals that we they try to predict it. But you're right, Tim. Like, we've been so off before that we have to take – week by like literally like the last three weeks have been week by week like what's the data what's it showing what are we going to do about the deadline what are we going to do about the quarantine what are we going to do about social distancing and so when i said earlier that we're gonna have to take the data to make our next decision that's what i meant because i mean three two months from now it could be even worse and then they have to put the quarantine front for even longer and i wanted to kind of discuss like what would that be like like I don't know if you guys saw the article about like the quarantine could lift in two years. Did you guys see that article in the news floating around? Oh. Could you imagine that? That would be I, insane. Well, I, I do like this idea of the talking about what we would do if there's an indefinite quarantine. Yeah, I could... want to touch on one more thing before we go into that because it's a it's a fucking awesome topic. So we should definitely do that. Yeah. The thing I want to talk about real quick before we do that is. I understand the frustration of the protesters. Um, and it's just because we work with small businesses and I don't want to see these businesses die because of this. And I don't think, I don't think even though you look on Twitter and people are like, these guys are idiots. Like, I don't think everyone's that confused about why they're annoyed. You know what I mean? Or like, yeah. but the thing is, is that it's moving the goal, the goalposts, as they say, like the goal was to, you know, for at least a month, right, to slow it all down so that we could get the PPE in place and that we could prepare the medical professionals to handle the influx that was it's going to come no matter what. And in our state, people are tweeting the governor saying, now you're trying to, like, we're thinking that we're going to stop it. It's probably not going to get stopped. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to stop. So at that point, if that's what it's about trying to stop it, that's, it's probably not a realistic thing. Like we're not going to the like two year quarantine thing. It's not going to stop it from happening. It just slows down. I mean, and the only thing you'd, you'd get vaccine if we got a vaccine, but that would be, it's like at least a year or like at least like six months for vaccines. So anyways, that was my quick note. Now I think we, if anyone has anything to say about that, go ahead. But I just want to, then we can get into if there was an indefinite quarantine, what would we do? <laughs> Sam, what do you think? We haven't heard from you, Sam. <laughs> I don't even know how to do to respond. I really don't. Yeah. The, which is which is terrible. I feel like I don't say anything in this in this thing. What I'm sorry, dude. It's um no no no, it's not your fault. I'm I have a mouth. Um what do I have to say about it? Dude, ask, ask me a specific question. I know that that sounds like something. Oh, I was just going to say, uh, what would you do if it was an indefinite quarantine and you Oh, that? To... Yeah. Oh, we're, we're, we're onto that? I thought, I thought you wanted, wanted us to comment on what you just uh, said. If you, if, you, if you had a strong opinion, but if not, don't worry about it. Yeah, okay. Well, if we're moving on to the next, the next subject, if, if this was going to be an, an indefinite thing, I mean – People first, okay. I I think that that things are still running fairly smooth, all things considered. Yeah, I, I really do. I, I I think that a lot of the 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 friction or the frustration that seems to be out there, either I'm not getting it firsthand obviously because i'm stuck in a house most of the time or it's just not you know you can't say it's a, not a real thing Any, anybody that um and i'm talking to myself there but but anybody that is getting cut off from their jobs first off what are they what are they getting uh financially what are they what are they getting for that cuz there's i've heard some in some cases people are getting paid better off their jobs than they were on their jobs well i've heard at least two instances of that in the last like three days and then i've and then i've also yeah right and then and then i've also heard i've heard the other way obviously because that's what is bringing the 
but I mean, I could see, I could definitely see where the, because obviously, like I said, I don't know anything about the, uh, the, <laughs> the rioting or whatever it is. <laughs> what is it? It's not rioting. It's like <laughs> not yet, at least. Uh, not yet. Yeah, not give yet. it time. It's apparently like uh, people just yeah protesting. By the way, Mike, can we Protest. just say how beautiful that frame is that you made for the Facebook Live? It is beautiful. <laughs> Dude, I, I wish I could see it. Oh, it is. It is, oh, it is wonderful. so good. It matches. It looks like it was designed in Microsoft Paint from the 90s. <laughs> That's what I no, like about no, it wait, the wait. most. First yeah, off, I just, I just, I just want to say, I just want to say that I, I, <laughs> I think it's hilarious that Tim made sure to clarify that it was Mike who did that. <laughs> hey, listen, there's professionalism all over that frame, right, guys? <laughs> I like it. I don't think, yeah, I don't think it'd be any better personally. <laughs> it's beautiful. I feel it matches the theme of the uh, <laughs> the preparation for this podcast. Exactly. You know what my favorite part? I really like the th- the detail, the attention to detail, and the the black and white pajamas that look kind of like a prison uniform. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really good. It's a banana. Yeah. It's a banana from you prison. You just gave away. 50s. You just gave away a big Easter egg that the fact those black and white stripes is because we feel like we're in prison. Yeah, but I, <laughs> hey, you know, you sometimes got to spill it out for folks. Yeah. You know, I'm not. I'm not I'm in not prison. I'm going to team. Alabama. <laughs> mm-hmm. So let's uh let's really dive in. Let's what what Tim brought up. But if this two year quarantine happens, personally, what would it feel like? Like, could you guys imagine two more years of what we've been experiencing for the last four weeks? Like, at what point would you, like, how would you keep your sanity? Like, I mean, we've been in, we've been in our house nonstop for the last four weeks, and I can't imagine yeah. I can't I can't imagine this going on for much longer. Like, I mean, that would just be it'd be very depressing. How do you do groceries, Mike? Oh, we go grocery shopping. We just wear a mask. So it's only the essentials. We only leave the house for essentials. Now we're fortunate that we have a backyard. So we sit in the backyard, but like with with visiting people, like this is my most interaction with other people is over the internet with Zoom, which I'm very fortunate and grateful for, but but uh that's pretty much it. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think I'd take a long, slow painting. I'd I'd get on a painting that I could that was like super detail oriented, you know, like you know, like those, like, zen, like, sand mandalas or something? You know what I mean? They, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about? They do sand in, like, these weird, like, specific patterns that take a long, long time to do. And then they just blow them away. They just sweep them away because mm-hmm. the the point, I think, I don't know. Is the point is there's no point. But the, the, no, also the, the point, point is just like life. The point is that you invest or you pour yourself into it and then you wipe yourself away. Exactly. The the point is is that you enjoy the process and then you say fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's like I like that. That's life though. Like you pour all this yeah. work into life and then you just die at the end. So it's making you aware Boom. that all of this is for nothing. Just enjoy the process. <laughs> I feel like that could be a logo too of this Sam's monkey face with a freaking <laughs> thanks is that, monkey face. Is that a shell? Nah, is that a, a shell sign I see in the background? Are you at Shell gas station? Don't, don't hey hey copyright infringement. Oh shoot, well, they don't care. Is there? <laughs> they don't care. Is there a young dude, man in dude, the did you guys? That I see? Oh, I'm just kidding. Dude, Sorry. Dude, I I put up I put up a live session last night. They they cut my music off the beginning and the end of it because it was copyrighted. Because of copyright, it's not. Ooh. I own the I own the I own the rights to it, man. Well, they go <laughs> through to what? Hmm. What is it? Your song? It's a it's a song that I own the rights to. Yeah. Oh, they probably How'd just you... can't figure that out. I was oh. I was listening to Joe Rogan today, and they would they were like wanted to play a piece of material that Chris D'Elia was part of. I think one of you told me to check that out. Um, and Chris D'Elia was like, I, we can't play it because YouTube will just take it off automatically because they just do it automatic. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's your content because they can't figure that they shit out. They at, can't, at they scale. can't tell. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know you own that shit. <laughs> That's just frustrating, dude. Yeah. 
it's like what's what's the point of me having having a a subscription to to a place that I can get licensed music what if they're just going to I use artlist.io Art, artlist is a great site and I I also I use um uh, Soundstripe Nice okay was that better than artlist It's Soundstripe has uh sound effects and and uh, music both So um but let's uh let's keep talking about yeah. what we're talking yeah. about and not this. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. we can move on to something else if we're done. But I mean, if you guys <laughs> want to keep talking about, it, we can. Yeah, no, I uh I I said my thing. I'd start a long, slow, very detail-oriented painting. That was like a mandala. I'm not gonna lie. I'm really like, I know I said this last week, but it it's made me uh, dive into a lot more of. Um, it's 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 brought a lot more structure into into my life at home like making projects like well not even making progress pro- projects but it's just like now that i'm at home if i'm not anywhere else or if i'm not it's either work or home so now it's like okay well if i'm going to be spending all this time at home i might as well like actually do what other people do with their homes instead of you know what i mean like just i come home and crash wake up and leave the house right away and and basically throw stuff everywhere and you know the only time you ever do dishes is when the dishes start to smell weird like (laughs) you know what i mean hashtag bachelor life um yeah bia won't allow that but it sounds lovely (laughs) that's how i used to do it yeah dude bia is a bia is a lovely lady she knows what she's doing (laughs) hey relax buddy (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) No, uh, yeah, man, I, uh, I feel that it, it is, it's the same, but, but just different stuff, but just like TV and Netflix. And I've been playing this game on my phone called Balloons. So, Balloons? yeah, it's a really riveting podcast. You guys want to hear what else I'm doing? <laughs> it is, it is hard to come up with topics for these things, being that, you know, um, it's not that exciting at night during this. <laughs> It's, it's like, what have we done? I have gone out and run, but that's about it. I've gone out and run. So yeah, I've been yeah running. Well, I got something to to take us into another conversation. Yeah, so sure. After the two year quarantine is over and we all go back to norm normal, yeah. How different will we be after the two year quarantine compared to ourselves before the two year quarantine? Do you think people Ooh, will yeah. wear masks all the time? Do you think people will like? be socially awkward like like because oh, you've been yeah. away for, for two the first years bit. yeah and what and what things what what things won't come back you know what I mean? will small businesses be gone because honestly hey, which, hey. I, i'm just i'm just saying <laughs> I, i'm trying to be real like or when they have thriving merged? don't even try it <laughs> i actually uh a lot of our small businesses have been innovating their asses off in a very positive way so what I see is actually like really positive stuff with people cutting fluff, getting creative. Okay. There's been a ton of things where they needed to innovate anyways, like digitally. They had to, they had to get to the next level, and there this is forcing that because they were, you know. But but that being said, we don't serve restaurants and stuff like that. We serve construction companies that a lot of them are still allowed to do business. They're just not allowed to be in like the same area as the homeowner or like, you know, like shake hands. So I don't think people are going to be shaking hands after this. No, no. We'll, we'll pick that's, up. We'll pick up the I bow. see that's baloney. I'm calling you on that, man. Really? I'm still I shaking like hands. But two years without shaking <laughs> I'm hands. I'm still hugging. And the you, app- you would be because you don't, you know, you don't listen. You don't look at Twitter all day like I do. And if you looked at Twitter like I did all day, you wouldn't shake anyone's hand. And in fact, well, you're just looking at all those nasty, done to take your those nasty down. memes that are like, you go like this, and then all of a sudden the person dissolves or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> See, Sam doesn't look at social media, so I feel like Sam's like a great example of like how not anxious you and I could be, Michael, if we didn't yeah. look at social media compulsively. Yeah. See, and I think that, I think there's a there's a happy medium between the two, though. I think I think that there's a level of uh, anxiety that, or not maybe not anxiety, but there's a level of awareness and alertness that that we need as a society. But at the same time, I think that anxiety is is definitely 
uh, not good, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Well, I mean, the explanation for fear and anxiety is sur- survival, right? Like, the whole reason that we feel fear and anxiety, like our ancestors felt fear and anxiety, was to try and, you know, prevent something bad from happening. And people, other people that did not have the same levels of fear and anxiety, what, died off, and they didn't get to pass on their genes. So, I mean, yeah, you're right. I, I get what you're saying, Sam. Like, anxiety and fear can like, be overbearing, but at the same time, the roots of the fear and the anxiety are coming from a place of, like, like our, is our economy going to be okay? Like, we've never seen anything like this before, and are we going to make it through it? So, yeah. I'm not, saying on that, that. I'm not saying that they're a bad thing. I'm just saying that there needs to be a balance. I don't think that, you know, one way or another, you know what I mean? Don't, don't be too like, chill, bro. Like there's no problems. Go out and rub yourself on other people and don't be like, Hey, Hey, don't touch me. Stay, stay 18 feet away. And you know, here, squirt, squirt, have some hand lotion mm-hmm. or hand sanitizer. Hand lotion. Dude, um, why but, are all uh, your, your examples but, like rubbing yourself on people? And dude, just, stop, stop. But, but I mean, you know what I mean? There's, there's def- I think there's definitely a happy yeah. medium where, where we can, we can still interact as a society and, but at the same time maintain a safe, Mel- a safe distance, uh, Melanie social, social distance. Melanie Irizarry says, uh, then some social or some anxiety kills. So there has to be a healthy balance because yes, there are anxiety disorders. Hey, Melanie, good to see you. Good to see you. There are things that uh, people will do when they're overly anxious that will decrease their chances of surviving and thriving uh, in in a lot of cases, right? Like, could you guys imagine if, like a world ending apocalypse happened and the only people who survived were the people mm-hmm. who were on the show uh preppers <laughs> like all those types of people that were on the show preppers Dude, I was watching some of that that's good shit that's good shit and that's the only people that survive and they reproduce could you imagine the future of humanity with only those genetics like how anxious and how paranoid that population yeah, people would be well and, and here's here's another thing too is i think that the way that nature balances that out is is people that get too afraid or too anxious die of heart problems you know what yeah I mean? yeah it's a cold cycle man tim what does your oh. shirt say again <laughs> steel back steel to, nature nature is nature is matter i said nature <laughs> is cold and i was like which reminds me of tim's shirt yeah, the shirt yeah you showed us. so this is uh nature is metal and yes. uh it's based on, it's an Instagram account called Nature's Metal. It's basically just crazy shit that happens out in nature. And for some reason, it's oddly comforting to me because just knowing that there's that kind of brutality, it just, it makes sense. You know what I mean? It makes sense. And it actually, I don't know why. I don't know why it's comforting to me. There's something about looking at how brutal nature is that's comforting. I, I it don't. Just, it definitely makes me look at, at what's happening right now and makes me kind of giggle at how society is like um, mm-hmm. it's almost like a how dare yeah uh, nature do this to us and they yeah. and, and and i mean not to steal this from you because i know you, you mentioned this in your your uh your podcast but like how we try to blame it on you know this guy or those people or you know what i mean and we yeah. get mad at that but it's just nature being nature, and, and yeah. people are people are giving their opinions about it, and then they blame what nature's doing on them. But and, yeah. I don't, and we yeah. like to blame we like to blame people hard, like like no, I'm just gonna say it. Like if somebody else was president, like this wouldn't have happened. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I get that the response could have been better, like Scapegoat, but nobody yeah. planned. For, like this is bad. This is bad. No matter what, no matter what happened, um, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have been able to like completely fix this. Anyways, I don't want to make it political, but yeah, I think that it is really brutal out there, and no matter what your politics are, no matter what um, you believe, I think it's always difficult. People will experience difficulty, and that's that's good to know, because like sometimes I think that what's painful is like thinking that other people don't go through the same thing. Sure. You I'm sorry, that- dude. I'm, I'm, I'm laughing because... <laughs> I'm sitting here at this at this gas station, and these two little kids just walk by, and they look in the window, and they're like, <laughs> "Like, what's this guy doing?" <laughs> I love it. Can you go give us a uh, 
Can you go give us a tour of that shell for the? <laughs> I don't. I don't think that that would. I don't think that goes. Just go start. Well, inter- no. Sam, go interview people on the street. Be like, hey, what do you think of indif- indefinite? Put your mask yeah, I'm, on. I'm, I'm. Hey, I'm totally down for that. I'm totally down for that, but not right now. Oh. Melanie says that she loves the show uh, Doomsday Preppers, I think, and she has a bug out bag. I don't know what a bug out bag is. Well, Melody's going to survive. She's uh, gonna... And s- six month supply of emergency food and water. Me, on the other hand, I'm trying to. What kind of food is that? Trying to survive on dinty more stews that I bought at the last <laughs> second. Six months of non perishable well... <laughs> food. Like, does that consist like rice? and beans and like frozen i bought i bought uh four weeks Mm -hmm. worth of uh of uh, costco's japanese frozen foods (laughs) (laughs) was that because that's all that was left or what yeah (laughs) i mean and it it doesn't it doesn't hurt that i actually like that stuff it's it's pretty good (laughs) nice nice so um I like I, I said my thing that I would do if it lasts two years. So what about you, Michael? I would honestly I would just like have to create a list of like personal goals that I would want to accomplish during the, the, the pandemic or the quarantine at least. Um I would probably start I would continue if not with this podcast, with another podcast. Um I would probably want to do some smaller projects, just things I never really had time to do. And I think I'm not doing them right now because I'm like, oh, like things will go back to normal soon. I get to, to worry about this stuff. But if I knew like two years from now we'd still be in this, I think I would be having to make a, uh, a, a agenda of things like they'll keep my mind busy. It's froze. Oh, I did. Froze oh, there for a second. Oh, there we go. There we go. Am I back now? Um, I was just going to say Melanie's response. I'm trying to bring in if we have live responses just so it could be more fun for those people. Uh, freeze-dried Augustin farmed oats, rice, beans, uh, vegan chicken bits, freeze-dried, freeze-dried fruit, and so much more, LOL. And so, so much more. And so much more. I, uh, <laughs> She's selling yeah, I like, it. I like, your, I like your thing there, Michael. I think um, somebody told me at the beginning of this, just around video equipment, they're just like, just pretend like we're going to be here for a while because we don't know. And even if it's like a month, yeah. it's like, get a mic, get the different video things because like, this is like our, this is, this is our in person now. So it's right. like, if you can make that nice, it's like kind of like dressing nice in an in-person situation to try to make this stuff nice because like the experience is better for other people. So I liked that advice. And I think I've just been trying to kind of take that on as like, um, but if, if it was two years, I'd be really mad because I've been doing this daily running thing and a podcast during it. Like I said, I would do it till the end of lockdown and I would be really annoyed (laughs) if I have to do that for another two years, run every day (laughs) for a mile. Absolutely not. Why not? Why? You'd be trim uh, though, man. You'd be you'd be great shape. You just, you just can't think people of... get sick of me giving my opinions on the the podcast, and then you just don't have that much positivity. <laughs> I don't, man. I got like four weeks max, and then I'm like, I'm out of positivity. <laughs> Got to go rejuvenate somewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like sit in the Tim hole for a while. Well, there won't be any more topics, or there won't be like there won't be any more subtopics of positivity. There's got to be like max twenty topics within positivity, and then it's just like, oh, man, don't don't say don't say. Don't, there's I I know that there's a lot of middle aged women that would beg to differ. You're saying like the like uh, the secret people, the people that are into like uh, what is that attraction, law of attraction. I have no idea. I was thinking of I don't fetishes. even know why I said I that. thought you were talking about I just, fetishes. Right I, it just seems like it just what. seems like middle-aged women are always very positive. Well, Not all a, of them. A, I like that. <laughs> the My mom's pray positive. love folks. The eat pray love. What's that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those people. Oh, that's a good one. I can do uh on eat pray love. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> so this today is going to be on the eat Tomorrow is pray and the next day love. <laughs> Say this tons more topics. <laughs> yeah, what do you got, Michael? Come on. <laughs> uh, Michael, last episode, just to bring it back into uh, the series, is Michael last episode had a list 
of a thousand topics. Yeah. He had come a up thousand, with a, a thousand. The list gets supposedly, bigger. according to this fictional account, had come up with a thousand topics um, that he had left out to the side until the last mm-hmm. five minutes of the podcast slash video. What do you call this? Vlogcast? I don't know. So I had a dream last night. This is a true story. I had a dream. I dreamt about this uh, podcast, and then I dreamt that in the real world, I watched the news, and the government had announced that we were going in quarantine for like five years. And because of this, there were like protests in every city, and the states, I don't know if you guys followed the news, but like Minnesota, Wisconsin, Indiana, Michigan, they all took a pact that they'll end the quarantine together. And I felt... In the dream, I imagine that every pact, like those states, and then like California and Texas made a pact, and this caused the Civil War. All right, and the Civil War was because, first of all, they were mad at the president, the people were mad at the government, the governors were trying to maintain peace, the economy was collapsing, and it just caused this massive chaos. And basically, this like tribalism of these like the cluster of states were like, we'll fight against those cluster of states. And I brought that up to you guys and um do you think this quarantine and again this is just an opinion but do you think the tensions at where they are now that if they get even worse do you do you think that it would lead to civil war just kind of like uh the first thing i imagine when you say that is just like the outfit that i'd be wearing during the civil war (laughs) would be like way more piratey for some reason (laughs) I think I would go piratey with the look. Like, you know what I mean? Like, would you go with your little... branding? You'd be yeah. hook. Yes. No, exactly. And like some kind of bandana, I think. Like, and then like a lot of pockets, like for like tools. For all this stuff that you're gonna and weapons. <laughs> yeah, I imagine just kind of a piratey, more piratey look. But I, I certainly, I'm down for That'd a civil be intimidating. War, I guess. That'd be really intimidating to come across like. Well, a the pirate. north, the north will represent. At the least we'll be dressed good. <laughs> the north oh, always man. remembers right the north <laughs> yeah. fuck with us God. <laughs> well, Dude. i don't know i i think wisconsin and uh minnesota and the dakotas and iowa dakotas and if if we could get chicago and uh illinois on our side i think we'd have a pretty formidable force up here for oh, we would, uh, no doubt or whatever tribalism would go down. <laughs> Just if we could get the whole crew on our, you know, in one what uh, would be the name know, fighting force. What would be the name of like the Midwest, like Minnesota, Wisconsin? What would be the name of our uh, colony or our uh we our would pact? be the damn Yankees, I think. <laughs> Yankiest Yankees. I think I think that would be why there would be a civil war is because New New York would be ticked off. Not to get confused with the New York Yankees, which is a no. These are the damn Yankees. This is the damn Yankees. I like how uh, my friend Dimitri on Facebook said, "Just came back from Texas. Uh, Those people don't care about quarantines much." (laughs) I feel like I was on a missions trip and had to share the news. God bless Texas. I could see that. So apparently, yep. the quarantine's going a little different in different parts of this the country. If dude, I, so, I, I get the, I get the vibe for, of that all everywhere though. Like I yeah. feel like you can walk down any any like I'm I'm looking down the street right here. Everybody's driving around. There's people walking. Like I just said, two little kids just came walking right past. Yeah, but without a lockdown, without a lockdown, Sam, we don't have much of a topic for the podcast so you could just keep it locked down centric no. sam you could just put your window down be like what are you doing get inside <laughs> get inside you're gonna die somebody <laughs> don't you know we're on quarantine sam will just travel around heckling strangers on the street it's like why aren't you quarantined yeah. no. that would be that would make a, a really great really great vlog I think we would. That's where we would make it there. My answer is no. By the way, about the civil war. As far as far as, as, far as like, do I think that there would be a civil war? <laughs> Boo! That's no fun. That is, I know everybody's every. You guys are like, yeah, yeah, there'd be a civil Sam. war, yeah. Because that was the ultimate answer. You guys, you guys didn't answer the the question. You just you just said what you would do in the civil war, assuming that there would be one. Oh, I, say there, I, I say there wouldn't be one. 
Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think that that's the most likely scenario. Yeah. But what we're doing is we're entertaining a wild, yes. strange yes. fantasy from Michael's dreams. Hey, gotcha. I don't pick what I dream, guys. Okay, I think I'm not <laughs> saying it was a vision. I don't even know if I believe that dreams can be vision. I'm just saying. It brought up an interesting thought I'm sorry for killing your dreams. I'm sorry for killing your dreams, Michael. Yeah, how dare you? Yeah. yeah, so Melanie says, I think she's in the South. Melanie, are you in Texas? She says, our version of quarantine involved curbside to-go orders and margaritas sold by the box. And then she <laughs> said, and people are still out and about. Which, in Minneapolis, to be fair, like people are walking around and running and stuff like that. Right. Which half people have masks and half people don't. And they're occasionally like clustering up which to me is the only thing that kind of annoys me like the clustering up like come on like literally the point is that we're doing this so that we can get back to back well, in action as soon as possible are they living together though are those people that actually live together i'm saying it'll be like six people like they're like you know playing with their dogs and they all kind of like are like it's like people that were clearly not together when they went out there to begin with mm. i'm not yes if there's six people living together i'm fine with it but if these people are strangers yeah and anyways the point is that we do this hardcore until we can get out of it so we can get out of it sooner that's my hope right? yeah i agree yeah, with I, that. Get that. I would love I to get... make some predictions about when you guys think uh your state will be out and we can look back historically and see if we were correct because that's fun <laughs> Take this is my, I'll, I'll take I'll take Iowa since you you've got Minnesota and he's got uh, Indiana. Are you, you're, you're Indiana right now or, or Michigan Indiana Indiana okay yeah I think ours is gonna have to even though it's gonna annoy the shit out of me it's gonna have to be like end of May Minnesota that's my guess because I it depends on like the next couple of days because the the trend could easily be downward. If two more days go by and the stuff goes down a little bit, then our then it would be May. It could still be May fifth that we open up, which I would much prefer, and I believe is the correct thing personally. Right. Because but, Cinco um, de Mayo. Yeah, and it's actually it's actually my sober date, by the way. It's my mom's birthday. It will be ten years sober for me. Awesome. Rock on, dude. Okay, can we just take a moment and acknowledge that because that's amazing. Dude, thanks. I was yes. a, I was a mess. Mm, I, I like I messes. Not, <laughs> I do not. Uh, sub, I I do not push my sobriety on anybody. I'm not really like a promoter of sobriety because I believe that a lot of people can have a fine time drinking wine, <laughs> a yeah. fine time drinking wine. But uh, me personally, I was a mess. So I it was. It's good that I'm sober. As you can imagine, I feel like if somebody knows me sober and they're like, that guy drinking? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, some people are just kind of obvious. Like, if you look at them, their personality, you're like, you really would probably take everything too far, wouldn't you? Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. That, what, what were we talking about again? The quarantine. Oh, oh, oh the time. Uh, the time. So, May, May you said May guesstimates. 5th? Yeah, May yeah. 5th, you said? Or you're, you're praying 5th, for... 2020 actually i'm saying may uh i'm saying may i'm gonna say may 17th 2020 All is right. my guess that they would open up lockdown first phase i'm guessing later than that i'm guessing like i'm earliest end of june see i was gonna pick right in the middle there i was gonna say beginning of june for indiana I think we're gonna we're gonna be up and down through May. I think there's gonna be a lot of metrics that come out, and then the governor's just gonna be like, "All right, we're extending it through May," and then June, early June, things will go back to normal. I want to read a couple of the comments here. We've got, if not civil, I like that we got our predictions. We got them, and we can look <laughs> back and see if they're correct. Yes, I like yes, that. That's recorded. fun. Yes, recording. Uh, Melanie said, "If not civil war, at least a great deal of chaos. If something like the quarantine." were to go on too long there's an invisible threshold where the seeming calm begins to dissolve into bad behavior and there's no end in sight such a drastic change to the way people have lived their lives especially when people are afraid of su the supply of basic items to their livelihood and who has control to that and i would also say there's a, a lot of people that just can't work remotely and those people are going to be very un right. you know, they're going to be mad 
And then Rebecca in Hannah says, uh, I feel like people are 50-50 about hair salons opening. What are your thoughts? Dude, I want a haircut. Have you guys seen this? This is ridiculous. Look at this. Look at the side of my face. This is bro, ridiculous. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that to go full fro, bro. Oh, dude. I think like hair salons could open up if they <sighs> it's took not good. if they took proper precautions. I don't like if they spaced out the chairs or they had so many people in the salon at once and they washed their hands before and after customer and the salonist, um, and they wore a mask. I don't see why we couldn't allow salons to open back up because it's kind of a necessity. Like people need to be groomed. Otherwise, they're gonna. <laughs> I, I have, mean, dude. I have to disagree with that. I man. mean, I don't have to. I haven't had a haircut I mean, in years. I think it's so. good. I think it's really good that they, I, I'm excited yeah. for them to open up, and I think you're right. They should. I, I think the necessity thing is a little. That's pretty far. Like it's pushed. That's definitely pushed. Especially with that haircut that you have. Like <laughs> trying to say it's a necessity. A little bias here. Just saying, yeah. guys. <laughs> but I get frustrated because. Even if it's essential, like we will let like hundreds of people enter a grocery store and I know they're trying to restrict a grocery store and they're trying to say space out. But like if we were truly serious about like shutting down with because I mean, you can look at the statistics like the more people you cram in, the higher probability that the virus is floating around. So what we're truly trying to avoid is a large group of people with a salon. I don't see that. So if we try and stop that one trade of, hey, we don't want more than 10 people to be in a room together, a salon could do that. Like, they would just have to plan around it. They could – so I don't know. That's my opinion. Yeah. I get I, I get that. I definitely I definitely get that. Yeah, for sure. I think it's going to be masks and gloves, and that's not – that's probably not – that's probably phase one or phase two. It's probably fairly soon. That's my guess. But I like just making predictions, like just <laughs> acting like I know exactly what's going to happen. That's well, we are favorite. the professionals. I mean, if you yeah. guys Dude, should listen to anyone, it's us three. I mean, on on what um, I think that was Mel- wasn't that Melanie's comment uh, comment that she made about um, uh, if not if not a civil war, then definitely like um, bad bad like, vi- violence sure. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing, one thing that I I could definitely, one thing I could definitely see coming out of, um, out of the stimulus thing, is is a huge incline in in the drug world. Oh yeah, I follow a couple like druggy accounts on Instagram. I don't know why. I think it's like, you know, living vicariously. There's like, I follow this guy that deals drugs. Don't don't ask me why. I'm not like a, I didn't say I was a good person, but uh, he, he also I follow, does. I follow like, a lot of guys that deal deal with drugs. He, he also like uh, does spray paint on walls, like really cool like graffiti. Anyways, um, he you know he posted a bunch of memes about that, like basically that that a lot of people's twelve hundred bucks went straight to him. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I don't know if drug, all that drug was, dealers drug yeah. dealers are loving it right now. I'm not I don't know that he's like being serious or if those are just memes. But oh, uh, dude, it's it's gotta be, dude. That's that's I would assume because you yeah. know that's crazy. <laughs> talking about yeah. Talking about the uh the stimulus package or the twelve hundred dollars you guys refer to. Tim, are you familiar with the uh what the government did for small businesses? The thirty five billion dollars mm-hmm. or is it three hundred and fifty billion? Oh, I'm familiar. <laughs> I, and, and that drained out so quickly. Like that was like used up within like I think a day or two or maybe a few hours. I, I don't know the time frame exactly. I'm hoping Tim could is he, bail is me he out locking up. You were locking up a bit. Yeah, oh, it was drained no. out really quickly. It was like uh, it was it had to be like 10 percent or less of small businesses were able to get that access wow. to that. And yeah. and part of it was. um. Part of it was there's there's bigger companies that have really good relationships with banks and they were first in line because they have people around to do that kind of thing. And and I've heard people say this, but it's true. There's um, there's a whole group of small businesses that aren't as well connected that didn't hear the first thing and didn't know exactly when and how to get it. Like anyone that was under big banks, including like Wells Fargo and U.S. Bank and stuff like that, there's there's a lot of people that had a hard time even just getting in line for it. Like right. 
Wells Fargo barely even let people get in line for it. And uh, you couldn't put it in until, uh, so we had to go work with a small bank to figure that out. And um, small banks were the winners of the whole thing. So small banks and basically big businesses, like yeah. big, small businesses. So it's anybody under 500 people per location. So Snack Shack was, had less than 500 people per location. They had like 480 employees, like something yeah. hilarious. Um, and they gave all their money back because they, I think they realized it was probably financially not a smart decision for them because sure. they, they well, might have to lay, lay people out. I don't really yeah. know, or maybe they didn't need it. Or the public Something image like or the image of them taking it. It's probably, that's probably why. That's probably yeah. why. But the point is, is um, they gave it back. But how many other small small businesses with less than 500 people per location did not do that and took it? They, they probably made up like 80% of that. So I don't necessarily trust that small, actually small businesses got it. Um, but that being said, that's kind of like, unfortunately, that's the nature. That's that's nature right there. It's like, uh, it's it's usually these types of things, and it's any kind of stimulus or like kind of like the government trying to bolster things. The smart and savvy, bigger, better people snatch it all, grabbing up resources. And then yep. the little tiny guys go, "Oh no!" And they didn't have <laughs> lawyers, and they didn't have financial, people. and then they die, <laughs> and then they die because that's. <laughs> That's real. So like we were, we were really trying to get the word out about that because we were trying to tell everybody we were, pro we were putting it on our email list. We were like promoting it on videos. We were trying to get, tell everyone about it. Cause we, first of all, we wanted our clients to do that. So they don't, you know, they have decent cash flow. And right. basically my thing was, is like, that was like a third even two and a half months or whatever of the payroll that it's supposed to cover. Sorry, if you're not interested in any of this, I apologize. Um, but <laughs> are you, are you apologizing to us or to the people watching? <laughs> I, everyone, <laughs> everyone, myself. I'm um, so interested. I've been interested, but yeah, keep going. two and a half months of payroll. But, um, that's like a third of like what I pay, that what we paid in taxes last year. So it's a lot of money. But if you think about it, it's a third of what we paid in taxes for one year. So it's like, oh, that's a good chunk. But then, like, if you look at what the government takes, no offense, like, this is where my libertarian or wasted. Piece comes it's wasted, out. right? Because I can't, like, you're talking about it's very hard to get any kind of buffer in a small business's bank account because the government just, every time you try to, like, set aside money, the government goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, if you try to not, if you try to oh, not yeah. use money, the government goes, yes. <laughs> Yes, give me yeah. all that money because they're like, it looks like you have profit. It's like literally, yes. That's the whole point of having a business and you have to have it or you have no back. You die. You have, yeah. So like, it's just funny because it's like people are like, and then the small businesses got whoo, big old chunks of money. It's like, yeah. But then it's like one third of all your, like a year's worth of taxes. So it's just, if that's a lot of money, then think about three times that getting snatched out of your bank account every year because because like roads i need roads but do i need that many roads you know what i mean yeah <laughs> so i guess I, why I, I brought up that topic because with the topic of indefinite <laughs> um quarantine uh with the stimulus package which cost what what trillions of dollars that our government yeah. took that it doesn't even exist they just put it on future taxpayers or our, our pile of debt with the they, uh, small... they printed it. It's not debt. It's it was just printed. Yes, and then with there the... is difference. There is difference because we can borrow as a country. We can borrow money and we can print money. This was printed, it, which mm -hmm. potentially uh, decreases the value right. of money in it the future. It waters down. It mm -hmm. waters down the uh, the power of the, the U.S. Yeah. dollar. Yeah, exactly. and then we have the small business bailout. And if this is an indefinite quarantine those are just the first of many like the government's going to be doing those quite a bit to try and save the economy for you know again there is no indefinite quarantine we're just for those of us that tuned in late we're talking about the possibility of an indefinite quarantine and that's yeah. what i'm afraid of i'm afraid of that the government stepping in to try and help all of these things from going under because you know we're all restricted from you know having an economy and yeah. then uh and then these constant bailouts to the you know the the uh, the the collapse of uh, the U.S. dollar. 
productivity is down six or seven percent, uh, like net for the whole, you know, economy. So it's not even that crazy. Okay. I was going to say that's 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 not bad at all. Yeah. No. No, it's not that crazy. But uh, that's what they say. That's what they say. That's like trackable. Yeah. Six or seven yeah. percent productivity per person is like, if you look at it. Sorry. I, I look into this shit. So. Productivity has been going up, 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 up year after year. In I need to, so in, I appreciate in, um, this. Um, in accordance with, uh, like, since, like, 2012 or something, it's been going up and up and up for some reason. Like, I don't know why. Since 2012, productivity per person has gone up. So when you say productivity. Year what, after year after year. And it's, what, measures, high. what measures pro- productivity? I don't know exactly how that measures that, but I, what I know it was from a re- very reputable source. It's basically some. It's basically like I don't know what GDP percentage per uh, per person or something like that. I don't know. Okay. Um, but the point is, is like it's down six or seven percent, and that's really bad. So in, in even though that doesn't seem like a lot, that's really bad, and it's probably not good. You know, it's not good. Um, that being said, I I certainly feel like this over time even for the people that still can work that are not like on furlough um that are not away from work that are not fired or whatever you know laid off excuse me um i believe that this will decrease productivity in general even if you can work remotely i believe like it seems to me like that would be that would be obvious personally like that we would be less productive. Maybe you guys disagree, but to me, it seems like we'd be less productive if we're stuck like this. Like, I just don't think humans are going to be that productive sitting at the motivations, productivity. What are the motivations behind productivity in the first place? It's income and advancement and sex and all these different motivations that humans have. We all want just, uh, I need, it's, I it's need. Feel yeah. good. We want feel to good. feel good. And yes. there's just less obvious indicators of that being like us being you being able to increase that if you're super product uh productive so i think that's why i think productivity would slowly go down if we were indefinitely quarantined i don't think that even people that work remotely could be as productive as they were just because motivation and obvious like yes visual and yeah so motivation immediately goes Yeah. Because so no one to... feels good and nobody nobody's happy, and when people aren't happy, they start to die. I mean, right. not and this time I'm not even joking. <laughs> like, so I don't mean to interrupt you guys, but we're down to the last five minutes. So let's end off on another note. Yeah, sure. <laughs> when are we going to get a vaccine? Predictions. Uh I saw really good uh, things about Res Desmir. Desmir. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I was just going to um, say the same thing, yeah. Gilead, the company Gilead is uh has really apparently very good indications on their initial study with Resdesmid, however you say Isn't that. It, that's like a, it's like an old uh medication, right? It's yeah, not it's, um, it's not even patented anymore, right? Yeah, I don't know. I think no, I think it was. I think it is actually still patented. I think it's pretty expensive per dose. So Yay! Maybe maybe <laughs> I heard the rich I heard about something else. We'll be able to have a cure. Yeah, so, I hey. don't know. I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen any really wealthy people under seventy die from this. So I have a feeling that there are some treatments, but that's just one of my <laughs> little <laughs> guesses. Um, so. Yeah, the, well, the Ebola drug. So Melanie's talking about uh, uh, what is it? Hydroxychloroquine. Yeah, that's been flowing uh, around the. Uh, I don't know. I I like somebody I was watching, Scott Adams, was talking about how he's like, if that was working, though, they were doing some Mm -hmm. um, some pretty big tests of that in New York and some other places. If that was working, don't you think that would be we'd all know about it by now? The hydroxychloroquine plus Mm, I would imagine we we would hope we would hope that we would all know about about that. I I, I think so. I would think that it probably only works for a percentage, not like the majority oh, of people. My honor. Um, no, but what I think is saying is resdesmir might be Ebola. I don't know. Oh. 
Never mind about the hydroxychloroquine thing. So I'll make my predictions. I'm on more on the positive side. I think with the whole world focusing, with all the scientists focusing on coming up with a vaccine, I think I'm still hoping we'll have it by December, January, a vaccine for this. Yeah, I'm going to give it sooner than that. I Well, I'm getting a little bit downtrodden about that whole thing because when this first happened, I was like, dude, humans are so fucking smart. You just try fucking well, with us. Like, we're going to crush this. We're we also are going to crush Humans are dope. Like, have you seen humans? Why, why can I hear myself laughing? Where is that coming from? <laughs> I'm not sure. All I know is that we are a super ingenious, uh, we're a really good species. Have you seen us? It's like <laughs> the best. Like, it's really close to the best, if not the best. Um, anyways, the point besides the war thing. That sucks. But uh, other than that, we're really smart. <laughs> um, and I, I figured that would be the, like it would be coming down the mountain pretty quick, the cure. But uh, I have a little bit of reservations about that right now. Um, I still would give it like October. What are you, just out of curiosity, I mean, I know that we're, we're, we're probably pushing over our time limit here. Actually, I think we're right at it. But yeah. Yeah, what, are your a little later. what are your reservations? About the them figuring it out before October. Oh, is that the reservation? Was that you? You were reserved about the, them figuring it out, or did you, I thought you? Um, I thought you meant you had reservations about it. About, about the uh, the cure stuff. Yeah, or about yeah about the. Yeah. Um, I just I I figured we'd have made a lot more progress by now. Like looking at like the way the government is responding to it. Looking at the way we're already doing like weird political infighting about this this is not the thing to do political infighting there's this is not or not this is not like a good time to do like super like political stuff like what are people doing they're nuts yeah um we should be you know the bureaucratic like fighting with people just for the sake of doing that right now that's bad um humanitarian stuff that's what we need to be doing right i yeah i feel like that's what people should be doing i thought that would be more aggressive and i thought there would be more communication about like how this would end the lock the economic lockdown stuff and then also like just more clarification around what was working on the testing side and um like ranked what our best things were (laughs) And what was coming up and like there just be more communication around that because that's going to calm everyone down if we know people are aggressively working on vaccines and cures and stuff like that. And I think unless you think, you know, Bill Gates did, I guess. Boom, idiots. There's episode. <laughs> there's episode number three. Did Bill Gates lead the COVID-19? Yeah, let's. <laughs> We can do all the conspiracies. We can do all the conspiracies next week. That would be a fun. That actually sounds super fun. Like a bunch of crazy ones. I'm talking. Yeah, I was. I was actually just going to suggest that. I was going to say we could talk Mm -hmm. about how. um, How about how the Amber (laughs) Sam is in a car. Is it? Wait, what? (laughs) He is homeless. That's his. Yes, I am. Let's break the rumor that Sam's homeless. That's his nice car too. That's that's a great conspiracy. From now on, I so, could do this in a car if you want me to. I could, I, so totally COVID down. made Sam homeless, <laughs> and <laughs> now he's just driving around the country, finding Less. Out, trying to figure out if Bill Gates did it, and he already knows it, so he's just doing like uh, citizen journalism. Yeah. Yes, I'm like, <laughs> but I, I think it would be great yeah. to talk about uh, next week, uh, talk, or at least part, part have part of it yeah. be about um, how. How the agricultural and the uh, pharmaceutical industries are both tied together, and how that could play a part in it, or at least for selling the cure. I mean, another thing that hasn't even been looked upon is once we get through this pandemic, the people who do have to get care and do have to get like uh, like go in ICU or like a ventilator care, and they're uninsured. Like, how much money is that generating for not only for debt for those people, but how much money are these large, like, you know, insurance companies and health organizations making from all of this? Dude, I want to say one last thing. So I love this topic for next week. I'm extremely excited to talk about it. This is awesome. It's like ending an episode on Netflix with like a good, you know, like exciting note. I want to say one thing. I just heard about somebody today. There's a nurse that just got furloughed because- This is sad and scary, but because the economy is shut down, because non-essential 
medical services are being discouraged at such a rate and people are not doing that stuff medical people who are not in like the emergency side are getting mm-hmm. furloughed or let go or things are happening like that because hospitals don't have revenue wow so that's yeah. something that people need to be looking at besides just like it's not a it's the the whole like lockdown or you know lockdown and be smart you know and all that and then be there for you know like the other the, it's a false dichotomy between the like two extremes it has to be a balance there has to be a balance because literally a nurse getting furloughed during this time nuts yeah i think yeah, that's it's so it's so stupid yeah it's just because we're like we can't do anything else in hospitals besides this and then that's that's in states and in situations where some sometimes that's, that doesn't make sense it's locally dude i mean yeah. that, that's happening that's happening in our our hospital in brainerd yeah so I don't know. That's my, like, I really like the top we're going to do as conspiracies next week. So join us next week next where week. we give our spicy hot takes. I do. So we have never actually, so we are joking about Michael having a list of topics, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I do think that we should try to at least come up with like the five topics, Got my uh, list right the here. five, yeah, <laughs> Still the got five it. top conspiracies. Cause oh, I, I only know about the five G one and then <laughs> and uh bill gates so we're gonna have to like write down and make sure we get all the best juiciest most ridiculous or reasonable depending on your hot take uh delicious uh, yeah the best ones tasty tasty (laughs) fantasty fantasty so on that note let's go ahead uh so guys tune in next week for conspiracies every tuesday 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we'll be here as long as the pandemic's here. Pandemic in pajamas, baby. Pandemic in pajamas. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah. Pajamas, baby. Watch Sam dancing. Watch Sam dancing in his pajamas, in his talkers. He's homeless from the pandemic. Oh, pandemic. In pajamas. Mark, you look, or Mike, you look so, uh, like, just like sad like, about bro. this. Why like well, that? I pa- I went over to the logo and they started singing about Sam and his pajamas. I had to bring it back, so I'm like, oh, <laughs> and Sam's like dancing. Adios, on y'all. Bye, everybody. Bye.